Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Ted Mulvey, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for August 13, 2020. The White Sox entered Detroit badly needing some victories against a division opponent, and after a disappointing showing on Monday, they won on Tuesday night, then took the rubber match of the series with a 7-5 victory over the Tigers yesterday afternoon to go once again over 500 at 10-9. With the win, the Sox improved to 8-3 on the road. Just like Tuesday night, the White Sox wasted no time starting the scoring, as Tim Anderson showed that patience can be a virtue. A 10-pitch affair with starter Matthew Boyd ended with Timmy depositing Boyd's slider far out into the right field seats for a quick 1-0 lead. Wanting in on the dinger action, however, was the very next batter, Aloy Jimenez. An 0-2 fastball up and away turned into a 2-0 White Sox lead, with Jimenez battering his home run into the right field stands. The Tigers were able to get one back in the bottom of the frame, however, as Jonathan Scope pasted a middle-middle Dylan Cease fastball into right to draw first blood for the Tigers. The third inning saw the next scoring led once again by Tim Anderson. Anderson smashed a triple into left, which got stuck under the wall. After Aloy Jimenez struck out, Jose Abreu hit a high chopper off the plate for an RBI groundout to give the Sox a 3-1 lead. Detroit put up a crooked number in the fourth to take the lead. Candelario doubled to right with one out. The second out of the inning looked sure as Victor Reyes struck out. Unfortunately, pitcher and catcher weren't on the same page. James McCann was set up for a slider down, while Cease threw a fastball face high that ended up at the backstop. McCann wasn't able to get it to first in time, so it was two runners on with just the one out. Cease came back to strike out Harold Castro, but Grayson Greiner smashed a double to right to score both runners, tying the game at three. The scoring wasn't over yet, though. The very next pitch, a changeup in the zone, was knocked out to right for a home run by nine-spot hitter Willie Castro to put the Tigers in front 5-3. Luckily for the White Sox, Tim Anderson played the role of spark plug the very next inning, leading off with a single. After Aloy Jimenez struck out, Abreu walked, giving Edwin Encarnacion an opportunity to do some damage. The runners were off on a 3-2 count, and Encarnacion's slow contact to short allowed Anderson and Abreu to advance to their respective bases. 
Anderson baited the shortstop by rounding third widely, and the distraction worked. Nico Goodrum took the hook, and by the time he threw to first, it was too late. Encarnacion was safely aboard. McCann was up next, and he smashed a liner to short, which nearly doubled off Jose Abreu. Luckily, Abreu got back in time to give Luis Robert a chance for the first Grand Slam of his career. And that Grand Slam nearly came to fruition. Robert hit the first pitch he saw for a double off the deep right field alley wall to clear the bases and give the White Sox a 6-5 lead. Nomar Mazzara then knocked a double of his own to bring in Robert and put the Sox up two, 7-5. Happily for the White Sox, Dylan Cease and the bullpen would keep the score where it was for the remainder of the game. Cease ended up pitching six innings with just the one earned run for the win while throwing a nice 69 of his 101 pitches for strikes. Jimmy Cordero and Evan Marshall combined for the 7th and 8th innings, pitching through a couple of hits and a walk, while Alex Colomay closed out the ninth uneventfully for a 3-out save, his 5th of the year. One note from the game, Tim Anderson came close to setting a bit of history. He went 4 for 5, falling just short of the cycle, missing a double. Additionally, had he gone 5 for 5, he would have been the first White Sox shortstop to go 5 for 5 since Craig Graybeck did it on July 1st, 1992, in an 8-5 victory over Cleveland. So, when do the White Sox play next? Well, they return home to Chicago and have an off day tomorrow. Friday's game is scheduled against the St. Louis Cardinals for 7.10pm Central Time on NBC Sports Chicago. Unfortunately, we'll just have to wait and see. There's been no update yet as to the concerns surrounding COVID with the Cardinals. Should the game proceed as scheduled, Adam Wainwright takes the mound against the ever-mysterious TBA for the White Sox. That TBA is likely a barometer surrounding the whole situation. No one is sure whether the Cardinals' pause will continue. Finally, a couple of pitching updates. According to James Fegan of The Athletic, Ronaldo Lopez will simulate two innings later in the week, while Carlos Rodan is still limited to playing catch. Aaron Bummer's bicep is loosening up, but he is still receiving treatment for the injury. Let's switch over to the AL Central. The Twins crushed the Brewers 12-2. Kenta Maeda gave up two runs on five hits over six and two-thirds. A big five-run second and four-run fifth contributed to most of the scoring. Moving on to Cleveland and the Cubs, the Indians fell 7-2. Carlos Carrasco walked five and four and one-third innings, and Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo each hit dingers to help the Cubs move to 12-3. In the final AL Central matchup, the Royals won on the road versus the Reds, winning 5-4. Brad Keller started for the Royals and pitched well, going six innings while allowing just two hits and no runs. Around the rest of Major League Baseball, early reports say that MLB is considering postseason bubbles. The Rockies lost to the Diamondbacks in a big way, 13-7, and, as I record this, in an 11-11 game between the Marlins and Blue Jays, former White Sox Eddie Alvarez stole home. Lastly, Joe Kelly's ban from the Astros incident was reduced from 8 to 5 games. That'll do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at SoxMachine, for our latest content regarding the Chicago White Sox. And if you want to follow me, I'm at TedSox31. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play Music Stores, and help support the show by signing up to be a friend of the podcast at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening to White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Ted Malfi. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. 
blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.